Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Getting It Right Show. I'm your host, Jose Ponce, with Brent Cassidy. Hey, hey, Jose. Hey, hey, hey. Man, we got we got a special guest today because why? There's some you're, you're surrounded. I'm sitting in the middle of the Ponce <laughs> brothers right here. <laughs> There's no way out here, bro. Like I'm at a boxing match <laughs> trying to referee this. You know, and it just so happens he and I dressed alike today, so it's really you know. cute. Really cute. <laughs> it's awesome, Victor, my brother. I would say my brother from another mother, but it's not to relate. He is my brother. What's up, brother? Hey, how are you doing, everybody? Good man, dude. We are excited to have you, man. Uh, you know, we, we we obviously have toyed around with uh, for so long how our family we're all over the United States, right? And now it just so happens that all our siblings are under one one roof, which is in St. Louis, which is really cool. Uh, but uh, man, this talk about traveling. This guy, obviously, being in the military, he yeah. was in the army for twenty five years. Twenty five traveled years. the world, right? Did the whole military, you know? Hey, I, I'm in the army. Take me wherever I got to go. He winds up in St. Louis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he, he ends his glories in St. Louis, which I love this town. But coming from somebody who's traveled all over the place to to wind up in St. Louis, how'd that happen, brother? Tell tell everybody. I know, but tell everybody. <laughs> well, funny you mentioned that, right? Um, that's one of the biggest questions that I get asked a lot, uh, especially when they ask me, you know, where I'm from. Uh, I always say, well, I'm originally from Los Angeles, you know, and they're like, Los Angeles, California. Why in the world would you end up in St. Louis, Missouri? <laughs> and I was like, it's a funny story, actually. You know, I got a brother <laughs> by the name of Jose, <laughs> right, that, uh, you know, when I was in the military, when my, my last uh, year in the Army I was actually stationed in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I was running a recruiting company out there of 38 recruiters. And, you know, we were we were out there, you know, uh, recruiting for the Army. And so I would come down on, you know, uh, long weekends, uh, you know, four-day weekends or whatnot, and come down here to St. Louis and visit Jose and, and my sister Patty at the time. You know, we were they, were they were living here. And I would come and visit them and, you know, I, w- I always kept telling Jose, hey, you know, I think uh, I think it's almost time. You know, I think it's almost time to retire, and, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And Jose was always like, well, you know, I think you should come down here and, and, and sell real estate and be a real estate agent with me, and, you know, I think it would work out great. And, you know, um, coming out of the military, uh, out of the Army, you know, after 25 years, it's, it's, a car- it's, it's pretty scary. Uh-huh. Um, because, you know, that's all you know. I, I mean, I was in the Army. I joined the Army when I was 18 years old and, you know, ended up uh, getting out at, in 2015. I retired. So that's all I knew. I didn't know anything else. It's a quarter of a century. You know, it is. And so a lot of people always say, hey, you know, um, you know, what, 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 what was your plan? How, how did you think of what, you know, what you wanted to do and stuff like that? Because we have a lot of... Uh, veterans that go through that process that trying to figure out you know what's the next chapter in life so jose would always tell me you know oh you should come down here you should come down here in, in missouri you know and me i wanted somewhere warm you know i wanted somewhere like where there was sure sunny. he wanted he wanted well, palm trees well, and yeah, water palm, man. here's <laughs> something water. here's something you never hear when i hit it really big i'm moving to st louis <laughs> Those words don't seldomly come out, Brent. <laughs> they really don't. 
<laughs> you know, so I was like, hey, you know, I want to I want to retire, um, but I just don't know where I'm thinking, you know, somewhere. Uh, I was thinking actually going back to California uh, and living out there because I have a lot of family there that I spent some time there um, from 2011, 2014, um, you know, and they were like, oh, you should retire here. You should come back to California, retire here. It's beautiful here, nice weather and everything. But, you know, um, I started thinking, well, you know, um, real estate wouldn't be bad, you know, because uh, being in the Army and, you know, recruiting for the Army, it's, you know, sales. So mm -hmm. uh, I went through a lot of training as a recruiter, a lot. I mean, I'm pretty much, you know, had 13 years of recruiting experience um, doing that for the Army, a lot of different schools that they sent me to and so forth. So to me, it was kind of like natural, just, you know, flipping the switch, going from one item or, you know, recruiting in the Army to selling real estate. Um, you know, you're so right, though, Victor, when you're recruiting, especially something like the Army, you're recruiting not somebody for, hey, do you, do you want this widget or that widget? You're talking about a lifestyle change, yeah. a, a non-tangible career change. Yeah. That's a real persuasive yeah. argument you got to make. Yeah, and, every, and close on. Yeah, everybody used to always say, well, how you know how was it recruiting for the army? Well, you know, recruiting for the army is is, is unique because it's like I said, it's a non-tangible item. You're selling a lifestyle. You know, you're trying to tell somebody, hey, this is the way the army can help you better your life. Uh, it's not something you can touch, taste, smell, you know, uh, selling a car and, you know, no offense to car salesmen, but selling a car, you can demonstrate the car, all the features, the color, you know, do you want it black and gold? It's a visual. Right? It's, it's visual, visual mm -hmm. right? In the army, you, you, you basically sell yourself, mm -hmm. you know, it's an you're, emotional decision. You're the, uh, you're the example of what people are trying to achieve, you mm -hmm. know, in the army. And so that's one of the biggest things that we pride ourselves on is selling our image, you know, ourselves. Um, so we used to go out there and recruit for the Army, and that's how we would, you know, talk to individuals. And, you know, we always had that dominant buying mode of the, the why, you know. Why, why, would it, uh, why would it benefit you to join the Army? What do you want to get out of it? And that's what we helped individuals do. We helped them achieve those goals, um, you know. And I know in recruiting command, you know, uh, especially for the Army, I mean, and, and it's like any business. You got your horror stories and this and that, right? Um, and um, we used to, uh, you know, with that that was our biggest challenge out there is those fears, you know, um, especially during the wartime. You know, I was a recruiter during uh, the 2004 uh, campaign when we went uh, to war with uh, Iraq, Iraq and Afghanistan yep. and all that. And, and you know, it was it was hard going into a household and trying to convince, you know, someone to join the army in front of, in their, front parents. of their parents, right? Yeah. Like, cause you're going to see that? possibly real wartime. Yeah. 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 There's and no guarantee you're mm -hmm. staying stateside or, yeah, no. or, or doing yeah. anything such as that at right. that time, time of war, you know, no. you're, you're expendable you're as far as you, yeah. if you're in, as you would tell it, right. You go when they tell you to go and it doesn't matter where Even you're the going. national guard guys. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it, 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 it was a unique experience. Um, but, you know, going back to the original question, that was one of the reasons why I decided to become a real estate agent, especially here in St. Louis. I wanted to be close to family, you know, being in the Army 25 years, I was always away from everybody, um, you know, my brothers, my sisters, uh, you know, my uh, my parents at the time, um, you know, so I, I lost a lot of that time, even though I had my own family, which my, you know, my kids, my wife at the time. 
Uh, but it wasn't the same, you know. So I wanted to be close to my siblings at now, especially when I get ready to retire, you know. So that was one of the other driving factors that brought me here to St. Louis. Uh, then being a real estate agent, well, you know, I went through the course and everything. I actually completed the course prior to getting out of the Army. I was licensed uh, real estate agent before I got out. I, I did my my courses uh, online, and then I, you know, since I was only five hours away, I would come down here and, you know, take the test, and um, I got my license and everything before I even got out. So when I did get out, finally retire uh, September 30th of 2015, you know, I was already working as a real estate agent here in St. Louis. He was already boots That's on the impressive. ground, if you will. Yeah. And I remember he would, you know, he's okay, what do I got to do? I said, look, you got to get your license. Mm -hmm. The best thing for you to do is do it online because it allows you to do it from where you're at. He was in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I said, dude, you got this. You mm -hmm. got this. You can do this. You're, you're perfect at it. You've done, you've done your time, I guess, in a sales campaign, if sure. you will. In the military, yeah, all that's probably one of the hardest things you can do mm -hmm. is recruiting. A lot of people you talk that were recruiters in the past will tell you, man, it's not an easy job. It's not a favorable job. And guess what? A lot of people leave. They're not liking that job. Mm -hmm. It takes a unique type of person to say, I really love this job. Yeah, commit to it. Right? Yeah. But he went through all that throughout the 13 years that he was in that in that in that position. So I said, look, this is going to be a no-brainer. You get your license. You come over here. We embed you within our community. We're the leading sales agency in the Hispanic community. And he's literally, as he said, when he retired in 2015, literally, he was already licensed. When he moved down here, and we moved him down here, you know, he was ready to go, like ready to go. And and it shows that I personally feel. That military, uh, whether they're, you know, obviously retired vets or military spouses do such a great job in this type of field of industry, whether it's, you know, real estate or lending, they, they really come in and they fit in a perfect, pro it's like a perfect prototype mm -hmm. for this type of industry. So when he came in, I mean, of course he, he had to come in and understand the market, understand, you know, the real estate industry in essence. But after a while, I mean, the guy, think about this. The guy's doing six figures now, mm -hmm. right? And he's retired. Yeah. What better life can you not have as a military or vet that you're literally, you're getting pension, you're retired, you've done your duty and your service. I mean, this guy takes more vacation. I mean, we joke about it, but well-deserved. <laughs> but he takes any vacation he wants, yeah. nothing stopping him. What, what a life, right? Yeah. What oh, a life. That's great. I mean, when you started in this business, Victor... Let's fast forward. Let's fast forward now. You're in the business. You've been doing it now for now six years. What have you seen in your industry in your business that you can say, "Look, man, since I've been here, I've seen things change." Now, obviously, the market has been where it's at for the past two years, and it's been crazy. But let's talk a little bit about your market, right? Your business. What have you done that you can say, "Look, here's what I've seen, and here's what I've adapted to." to continue to grow my business in my community and be, cause he's also, uh, he's, he's like an outreach outlet within the community. People respect him so much that people ask him questions. I mean, he's getting ready to list, believe it or not, a good friend of ours, Gilbert Bailon. He was the ex, uh, um, 
editor, chief editor in chief for the St. Louis Post Dispatch. I mean, you don't get those types of listings, you know, because they they just say, okay, I got to get it late. You know, mm-hmm. that's credibility, that's yeah. respect that you built, you know. And he's building, his, he's getting this big listing. It's amazing, right? So he's done so well in embedding himself within our community. But how did it go that route, right? How did you? What do you see coming up? Well, you know what? That, that's a good question. Uh, now, keep in mind, you know, um, I, I going back to the original question, like, what did you see when you first started as an agent here? The biggest challenge for me was, and, and, and I know, you know, anybody can attest to where they get to a new location is being new, not knowing no one, right? That was my biggest challenge because as a real estate agent, people have to know you, you know? Mm-hmm. There's people that have been here their whole entire life and become agents and they already know people, they know everybody and, and every, and everybody. Right. So that was my biggest challenge. Um, trying to get, uh, myself known in the community. Obviously, you know, Jose had a big impact on that because Jose does know a lot of people. So, uh, it's just getting embedded in your community, you know, community outreach, going out there, volunteering, you know, getting into these organizations. Um, you know, as a veteran, I uh, I did, you know, team up with a, a couple of nonprofit organizations. Uh, one of them is uh, VA Rep, which is our Veterans Association of Real Estate Professionals. It's a national nonprofit organization. Uh, we help veterans with financial uh, literacy and also buying uh, homes using the VA benefits. So that's a big plus there. It's just huge, guys. You know? huge. Well, and I, I got to say, we uh, was it a couple of weeks ago? Victor, we went to the gala mm-hmm. uh, as the VA rep gala, and man, was it impactful. It was the stories that have impacted the people's lives with what they do in the community and how they help. It's, I walked away just shaking my head like, wow, everybody needs to sit in that room and listen to those stories and understand what's going on. You know what? I've been, I've been literally stating this for the past maybe four years, Vic, you would say about VA and VA business and how it's such an integral part of our industry here locally and that there's not a lot of agents actually truly representing the VA uh, or the veteran, if you will. And I will tell you this, and from what I've seen so far as his, as Victor's involvement, I mean, again, he sits on VA rep, right? He does that. But not only that, I mean, the guy knows VA, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, and people, when, when you're dealing with the veteran, you got to remember, man, these guys went and, you know, he and her, right, or, you know, ladies and men have served our country, right? What better person deserves to truly understand a process of buying their literally could be their forever home, right, than them? Well, you think about how many veterans there are and how many just are not aware of what the benefits are to them. And, and I think that bringing that to the table and having that knowledge and being that person that can show them what they've earned and what they can benefit is huge. And there's, yeah. your, there's your accreditations. I mean, you're, you're a military uh, uh, specialist, right? What's the, uh, the term? Military Relocation Program Specialist, yeah. MRP. Yeah. And, and, you know, one, let, and I'm glad you guys brought that point up because I want to touch on that. Um, one of the things that really drove me into this organization was – I started finding out that a lot of uh, veterans don't understand their VA loan, home loan program benefit, right? They, they, they don't understand it. I've actually met a gentleman that had bought 
four houses that uh, in his lifetime, and he's a Vietnam veteran. Four houses in his lifetime, and never used a VA loan because he didn't. He he didn't know his benefit. He wow. didn't know his benefit. Um, and I'm just like that, that. That's huge, you know. And to me, when you know, when I see uh, real estate agents, um, you know, or when I hear about real estate agents trying to shy a veteran away from his benefits. I mean, that's a shame. You yeah. know? It's something It's something they earned. Yeah. And it's not something that was given to them. It, they earned they that earned benefit. It. So if you earned that benefit, why not use it, you know? And to me, that's one of the things that we, we one of the things that VA rep does is educate the uh, real estate community on that. You know, uh, a, a VA loan is not a bad thing. It's, it's not, you know, they see 100% financing. Well, that's 100% finance because that veteran earned that benefit. Right. It's not because it's given to them, you know. It's not like where you can go to get some financial assistance because you don't have the money. It's actually proven that most VA, most veterans are more uh, credit worthy. Um, Qualified. They have mm-hmm. more uh, more money. They have, you know, that VA loan is, is secured, you know. So it's, it's a better back loan. Um, and I wish a lot of real estate agents would understand that because that's 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 the whole reason why you want to we want to keep pushing that, you know, in, in our real estate community and letting them know that that VA benefit is the best thing they can do. There was a thing, um, I don't know, a couple of months ago, one of Victor, when we went to Brian Burjans and you, mm-hmm. uh, it was Caliber Home Loans and they bunch of people there and they had all those charts up and I think it opened up everybody's minds of what I mean these people were more credit worthy than the general population on every single box and I think that is a total misconception in the community of where the veteran fits into the loan structure of where they are and it's, it's, as, a, it's, it's as a buyer knowledge is power yeah and it's that listing agent that's representing the selling side allowing or, or not allowing, but I would say if they can explain to their client, hey, if we have a, a VA client, we need to jump on it. We need to jump on it. Don't be afraid of the appraisals and these inspections. They're not what most people – it's a lot of misinformation. It's really what it is, mm-hmm. a lot of misinformation. And and this is why here at Gold, at REMAX Gold, we love to work with – Military personnel, military benefits, and have, obviously, military uh, real estate agent professionals that work with us. Now, again, Victor has been is a proven, proven um, uh, case here of if you understand how to work with the military families or military vets and you understand the product, it's much better, much stronger, and it gives both sides from the buying and the selling – a better scenario when closing a transaction, you know? Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I, I want to touch on also a couple of myths there, right? Cause one of the things that we've, uh, we always get is when we give our classes, you know, we start educating the real estate community. A lot of realtors will come back and say, well, you know what? Um, I would, I would uh, recommend to my seller to accept VA, but you know, we, we have to pay for a termite inspection. And so, if you really think about that, right, the 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 VA uh, product itself, right? I mean, it's a mil- it's millions of dollars out there in buying power, right? You're telling me that you're gonna isolate that whole entire market over a seventy five dollar inspection, <laughs> right? When you put inspection. it like that, yeah. you know, I mean, and and this is and, and I tell them I I have to I, I I want you to really think about that, right? 
And anybody can pay that termite inspection. It just can't be the service member, right? But it's, 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 I mean, to me, that's just crazy. I mean, I would pay a $75 termite inspection. And, and believe it or not, um, you know, uh, like for example, Holly Home Inspections, you know, Holly Home Inspections offers that termite inspection for free when you use the services, right? So the service. Another veteran, by the way. Another veteran. By the way. That's a good transition. That's a great transition, (laughs) Victor. This show today is brought to you by Holly Home Inspections. Great company. We've done business with Holly uh, for many years now, and they do such a great job. You can reach them at 314-501-6809. Again, Holly Home Inspections, 314-501-6809. Get a hold of them. They do, they do inspections in the St. Louis market and the Metro East market, which is in Illinois. So they're all And they over, give veteran discounts. And they give veteran discounts because it is a veteran-owned company. Yep. Great transition, Vic. Thanks for helping yeah. us on that Look one. Look at Victor go. go. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. You know? <laughs> Uh, you know, another thing is, you know, understanding that VA loan, um, a lot of people don't realize that, yeah, it's it's 100% finance, you know, but that's a benefit that that veteran earned. He doesn't have to come out with, you know, out of pocket for a down payment or anything like that. Uh, another thing, they, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll tell the veterans, well, you know, if you use your VA loan, you have to pay a funding fee. Okay. Um, but guess what? That funding fee can be rolled into the loan, right? The other thing is if that veteran is uh collecting any type of disability for you know uh VA then that funding fee can be waived you know and they don't understand that they don't realize that so and the, a good percentage of veterans have some type of a disability they sure. do yeah you know so uh, there's a lot of uh things out there that you know real estate agents yeah misinformation and real estate agents need to just you know get educated uh, especially if they want to work in the VA community you know um, in the veteran community uh, get educated so they're able to help out our fellow veterans you know and that's one of the things that VA rep does is you know if you want to become a member you can join our organization here uh, at the St. Louis uh, chapter and you know have access to that type of information um but yeah, that's you know one of the one of the other things that I think that's helped me out as being successful in this business is you look at a real estate agent and I tell you we wear a lot of hats, right? Uh, the biggest one is problem solving, and a lot of veterans, uh, you know, or active duty military members that are in leadership positions can relate to this. In in the military, you know, especially in the army, that you know I did. Um, we were always in a, in a leadership. Well, I was always in a leadership role once I passed the role of E5, which is a sergeant, right? And so in a leadership position, that's what you become. You become a problem solver, right? And it's the same thing here being a real estate agent is you become a problem solver. You know, you have a client that comes to you and says, I have a problem. What's, what's your problem? I need to sell my house, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Okay, well, let's sit down and let's discuss that and develop a plan how we can sell your house. Because it's not just I'm going to put it up on the market and, and you know, I'm going to put it in the MLS system and it's going to sell. There's a lot of factors involved, you know, uh, you know, various examples some clients come to you, they're saying, hey, I got to sell my house, but I'm leaving town next week. Um, you know, I need uh, I, I, I need to get an occupancy inspection done. I need to have somebody come in and repair uh, whatever repairs I need to do. I need to have somebody come and clean the house. I need so they come with all these problems and they're stressing about it because they don't they don't know what to do. So they come to you as a subject matter expert to figure out 
how to get that done. And that's pretty much the mentality that I've taken to where it's no different from being in the Army when I was in a leadership position is taking care of soldiers. You know, I used to solve problems for them. I think that's a great analogy. Absolutely. He's a one-stop shop. Yeah. Yeah. So now what we do is we turn over, to, we, we, we do the same thing here as a real estate agent and, you know, taking care of our clients. And uh, we use that mentality where, hey, I'm, I'm a problem solver. Let me know how I can help you solve your problems. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to have a happy client, you know, because you were able to help them during that, that transition. And it's a stressful uh, time for them, you know. But I tell them, I said, look, our job is to alleviate that stress for you. So you don't. So it's not stressful for you during during this process. I'll tell you another thing. I think Victor does. He's talking about his clients, but Victor has been such a wealth of knowledge for our gold agents. Absolutely, that they can call him up and ask him those questions that they don't know, and and just that alone, you're you're helping both ends of the the spectrum on that, and it's it's uh, it's a good thing. It sure is. You know, we we look up as far as when we need information when it comes to the veteran market or understanding the veteran program or the VA program, you know, he's a wealth of knowledge and it helps us again, like you said, in our agency for sure. Now, uh, aside from the military work and aside from obviously one of the coolest things that you do, which is helping our veterans and, and, and finding homes or selling homes, you're, you're embedded in the Hispanic community very deep, man. You know, you've done a great job putting yourself in there and really representing our community that it's gotten, and, and just as recently, he now sits on a board for the St. Charles uh, Mayor. Tell us about that, man, because that's really cool, because they just started this. Am I correct? Um, no, actually. Or they had that they, before? They had that. So what it is is I sit on the uh, – I sit as the, the chairman for the Human Relations Committee uh, in the city of St. Charles. Uh, Mayor Dan. Mayor uh, Dan. Mayor Dan. <laughs> Big shout out to Mayor Dan. Really good da- guy, and he's a boxing fan. All right. Huge boxing fan. He used to actually box himself as a youngster. So, Mayor Dan. Dan. Mayor Dan. Mayor Dan. You know what? He's a great guy. Uh, I met him um, through Gabriela Ariano. You know, she was oh, at That's another event. awesome person. We you need. Know, that's who we need to also bring on our show. She is a rock star. So, she put me in contact with uh, Mayor Dan, and I said, I want to talk to him. And Mayor Dan said, Look, um, you know, I got a human relations committee um, for the city of St. Charles, and I'm looking to add more, more diversity to the, uh, the committee. And I said, okay, you know, so what that what would that entail? So he explained it to me, and I said, you know what, I would love to uh, be part of that because I represent the Hispanic community. You know, I would be I would like to be the voice for the Hispanic community, especially in the city of St. Charles. And so that's one of the reasons why I ended up joining the board, um, the Human Relations Committee. Uh, you know, we that and that's what it is. It's it's basically a um, a committee that 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 the uh, city of St. Charles uh, put in place and and make sure that, you know, everybody has equality and diversity and. And we promote um, the different uh, ethnic, ethnic backgrounds and and so forth. So that's one of the things that uh, I can relate to from back when being in the Army also. We had what is called EO, Equal Opportunity, and we did a lot of EO training and making sure that, you know, uh, we, we uh, didn't discriminate against, uh, you know, race, gender, uh, and so forth and so forth. So that's one of the reasons why I can – you know, relate to sure. being on been this position. On you know, yeah. we've already been trained on that. And and so I ended up, uh, you know, it's, it's a funny story. I get I get there, 
And the first meeting I went to, I, I got nominated to be the, the, <laughs> the chair. <laughs> and there, I was like, wait a minute, this I'm the new guy here. I'm the first meeting here. Now you're telling me that you want me to be the, the vice chair? And, you know, they were like, well, I, you know, just I think you would be great for this position, right? So I ended up uh, getting nominated and voted in as the vice, vice chair. Um, and then, you know, second meeting I came in and, you know, I was a vice chair. And then the third meeting we had, all of a sudden, you know, um, for, for whatever reason or her own reasons, our current chair at the time ended up resigning and then I uh, ended up being voted as the chairman. So that's how I got into the position, you know. But uh, I think we're, you know, we're moving in the right direction. Uh, we, we had a couple of meetings with my uh, vice chair, Jason, who's my vice chair now, and uh, another great representative from our council, Tina Meir, and... Uh, I'm sorry, Tina Meyer, and uh, we are, you know, we are brainstorming. So we're we're definitely getting a, a lot of input to this organization and helping the city of St. Charles. That is awesome, man. No Plus, our community is growing out there. Mm -hmm. The Hispanic community has branched out even further south to Warrington now. Yeah. So it's a great it's a great neutral zone for you to to continue your growth there. Now let's let's transition into the real estate business, the nuts and bolts. Yeah, go ahead. You had one more. Yeah, you know what? And and, and to add to the Hispanic community, and I always uh, I, I take that to heart. You know, one of the reasons why, um, as you know, Jose, as, as well as I do, that you know, it always brings me back to my parents you know um i know my parents got into a situation back in the day and jose could t t attest to this that they purchased a house uh it was in clint right oh yeah and you know the house very well um they purchased this house and it it was just mind-boggling to me that i would ask my mom questions and like mom you know how did uh, you know how how did how are you paying this loan well i just go to this place and i make a payment i said okay you know, what is what is your interest rate? I don't know. You know, what is uh, what are the terms? I don't know. You know, what do you mean you don't know? Like, nobody explained this stuff to you? And she's like, no, not really. I just, me and your dad just went somewhere. We signed some paperwork. Nobody really explained anything to us. And here we are. We have this home. You know, but um, needless, you know, uh, long story short, they ended up losing the house, you know, because they, they, they were trying to rent it out. And, you know, that, that's that's just the nature of the beats when it comes to trying to rent a property out. But they ended up losing the house, um, didn't get anything for what they invested into it. And so I, that always brings back to uh, it comes back to me. And I always think about that, you know, and I say this. This is one of the reasons why I want to represent the Hispanic community, you know, because. I, I, I want to look out for their best interests. I want to make sure when you're when you're talking to individuals that don't, you know, understand, uh, one, they don't really understand the language. So mm -hmm. There's a language barrier there, right? Uh, two, you know, they want, they, they, they have trust and confidence in you as a representative. That means a lot to me. Like, that, that I take that seriously. Like, you know, I want to make sure that, I do everything I can to properly represent my not not just the Hispanic community, but all my clients, sure. but but specifically them because it's that language barrier, you know, and and that's when when you know at the end of the day when I help them through that process and they close on that house, they, that's my satisfaction. I mean, to me, that's more of a satisfaction than, you know, the the, you know, the what we make as as an agent. It's more that satisfaction that I was able to help this family that they've been trying to buy a house for years, you know. So that's that's my biggest thing when it comes to the Hispanic uh, community. 
That's I love awesome. That. Yeah, good stuff, man. Um, you know, being in in the real estate industry, man. What what now that you understand, you you you've obviously grown exponentially in 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 the in the business, but. Are you seeing uh, within the community, Hispanic community, or just in general, how are you forecasting your business here, uh, you know, for 2022? What are you doing that you're saying, okay, here's what I got to pick up and do now to continue to continue to grow my business? What is that? Well, the way I look at it is, is one, um, I, you know, like you said, I, I did get uh, embedded in the Hispanic community. I'm doing very well there. I want to maintain that part, right? Um, but I, I want to increase my production in the veteran community. Um, that's one of the things that I took a look at last year, and I started thinking, what do I need to do in 2022 to embed myself more in the in the veteran community and 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 penetrate that market? You know, um, obviously, you know, it, it, it's a little bit different being here in St. Louis than. You know, for example, in Fort Bliss, Texas, where that's where I, I was stationed most sure. of the time because you have a military base there. You know, everybody and anybody that's buying a house is mostly military soldiers, army soldiers or different military. And that's El Paso, Texas, El Paso, for someone Texas. that doesn't know where Fort Bliss is at. Yes. Good old El Paso, Texas. I, used, I love that place. Too. El Paso. It grows on you. It, it grows does. On you. It does. You know. But that's, uh, you know, I, I see agents that do very well in the VA uh, market, but they're mo- most of them are around military bases, you know. And here in, in, and I know Jose and I had talked about this, here in St. Louis, there's a lot of veterans, you know. A ton, guys, a ton. And we talked about that, Vic. Mm-hmm. We talked about how, what well, is that number? When we found out, it's it's a crazy number. You'll be surprised how many veterans live in the St. Louis market than most other cities. Mm-hmm. It's it's really a high number. And, and now knowing that a lot of these individuals never even had an opportunity to use their VA loan or their benefit, as you call it, because no one told them or they don't know or other agents or, or other people, for that matter, probably you know, they, you know, steered them away from it and say, ah, let's go this way. Mm-hmm. I know a lender that can get you a loan. You know, we don't have to deal with the VA. Again, misinformation, not truly understanding the value of their benefit, right? But yeah, you're right. I mean, St. Louis has a great market for it. And don't get, and, and don't forget, you have Fort Leonard Wood, you have Scott Air Force Base, mm-hmm. you have uh, Jefferson Barracks, and then you have a lot of the recruiting station commanders here in St. Louis. They live here. They've been here for a while. Yep. And, and, and and you know what? It's, it's that market, yeah. and it's a huge one. Now, with that also being said, guess what? There's lending institutions that now specialize in VA or veteran uh, 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 you know, lending. You know, it's, it's incredible. They specialize in it, which means – that's their main focus. That's all they want to do. And having somebody such as Victor, you know, in our market that understands it, that is a veteran, that knows what it go, you know what it is to go through all that. And, and again, from experience, right, Vic? Even when you went through your first VA deal, you were telling me that nightmare, right? Because mm-hmm. no one educated him either. Tell us about that. So that way people understand it's not yeah. easy, but if you know what you're doing, it's it's the best thing ever. Right. Yeah, the reason I say, uh, you know, agency to educate themselves is because I'll give you my 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 story. When I was retiring from the army, um, the, the the military sends you through a course. It's called TAP, Transition Assistance Program. 
And so the Transition Assistance Program is is a program set uh, by Congress that is is required by anybody leaving the armed forces. Um, so they have to go through this transition program so they can explain their benefits once, you know, they leave the military, right? Um, so when I went to my transition assistance program course, it's a week long, and every day they bring in some some guest speaker to speak on your benefits. So I was waiting for the VA when I saw the VA was coming in to speak to us on this certain day. So I figured, okay, that's really the one I want to pay attention to because, one, I'm getting out, and two, um, you know, I want to know what my VA benefits are when it comes to, you know, buying a house and so forth. Uh, and so when they came to us and they gave us their class, you know, I was kind of shocked that they really didn't talk talk too much about the VA home loan. Uh, they they basically explained to me and said, well, you know, if you want to know more information, once you get to your retirement spot, contact a realtor. And they, they should be able to explain it to you. The key word should, right? <laughs> right. And so I didn't get that warm, fuzzy feeling, you know. Um, and then and they I, almost kind of put, put the, you know, yeah. the, kick, the, kick the bucket down mm-hmm. the road and see who picks it up down there. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to know, you know, like the questions I had in my mind. And I'm sure a lot of veterans have the question in their mind, too, is, how do I go about? How do I start? Mm-hmm. How, 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 just tell how me do how to find how, an agent. How do I need to find an agent that's VA knowledgeable? How mm-hmm. do I start the process? That's what I needed to know at that time. You know, because military-minded people, it, we all everything is a process for us. There's a start point and there's right. an end point. You just follow task. the steps. You know, task. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. That's how we were been trained. Yeah. So when we don't see that, it, it's it's frustrating and confusing for us because we don't know where to go. Right. You know, I always joke about telling everybody the, the the army had me spoiled because they tell me where to eat, how to eat, what <laughs> exactly. time to eat, you know, how long to eat. Yeah, how long to eat. You know, you wake up in the morning, you go to sleep at night, yeah. what time you have to eat. They even told you what you had to wear. So right. was, you didn't have to they figure didn't think out. about that. No, I mean, they had you spoiled, you know. So that's the thing. So when we came out here, you know, I, I didn't know where to go apply for a loan. I thought, you know, just like everybody else, I have to go get my certificate of eligibility and pull it somewhere. Where do I go pull it? Back in the day, um, I, I did that. I actually did that in 1990, I want to say 98 timeframe. I actually went to the federal building and I had to pull my certificate of eligibility. We didn't have like online, online stuff deal, or right. like that. So I thought it was going to be something similar. But then when I found out, no, you can actually pull it online now. And I was like, oh, that's great. You know, but uh, how do I do that? You know, well, you have to go to um, the website, you know, and you have to go to eBenefits. And I'm going to tell you right now. If you ever been on eBenefits, <laughs> it's not an easy <laughs> website to maneuver, you, you know, or, and so... You know, I, I could, for and it was a little challenging for myself. You know, I could imagine for somebody, you know, that's sure. been uh, like a veteran, Vietnam veteran or Korean War veteran or somebody that's a little bit older that's not too tech savvy. It, I could I could see it being kind of frustrating, sure. you know. Um, but, yeah, there, you know, that that's one of the things I wanted to know what were the steps for me to go out and actually find a lender, a VA lender, a fine, a VA uh, real estate agent, mm-hmm. you know, and so forth. So when you get to a new location, you know, I always recommend is if you want to work with a VA, uh, you know, realtor that specializes in VA, do a little bit of research. You know, if, if you have an agent that's trying to shy you away from your VA benefits, my recommendation is go find another agent. 
you know, honestly, because there's no reason why they should shy you away, mm-hmm. especially, you know, with this market right now, everybody always, I even heard stories here. They're saying, oh, well, you know, it's hard to get a VA loan accepted right now or a VA offer accepted. You know, I, I, honestly, I think it's just the way you write it up. That's the bottom line, you know? Absolutely. Now, here's the other thing for agents that are in our local market that are going to, that are listening to this podcast. Look, Victor is all about helping the veterans. So even if you as an agent have a question, you're not even in our agency, give him a call. Cause at the end of the day, all he wants to do is make sure that that veteran is being helped correctly and getting to the table in a manner that is in a, in a positive set for all parties involved to include that veteran. Absolutely. So, Please, when you're listening to this and you guys have questions, feel free to give them a call. It's not about, oh, well, I need to get a, a, a referral. No, it's about, at the end of the day, he's a veteran, and his sole you know, uh, obligation to his brethren is to make sure they're taken care of in this market and having proper, you know, proper representation or at least guided representation that they, they're going to do the right thing for our veterans. Yeah. Am I right to say that? I mean, we talked about that yeah, before. You're absolutely correct. And you know what? And, and I mean, I'm not the know-it-all in every y'all, but if I don't know the answer, um, there is an office that we can call. It's yeah, a VA you know regional office. Uh, the VA regional office uh, handles uh, VA loans, and they can tell you exactly, you know, if you have a question or how this impacts the ben- the veteran or can he do this or him or her, can they do this, you know. Um, there, there's there's a lot of uh, resources available that they can they can uh, reach out to. And, and – Keep in mind, I always I always talk about veterans, uh, but it's veterans, active duty member, and also spouses and uh, spouses of a deceased veteran because they have certain benefits too. So um, sometimes they, you know, that 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 spouse that if they had a family uh, a spouse that died in you know uh, combat or is a veteran and they have certain uh, benefits. Sometimes they're able to qualify for VA loans too, so keep that in mind. That's awesome. It's good, man. I mean, I tell you, we we've we've had the pleasure of hearing, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, yes, he's my brother, but I'm always, I'm always, I always admire him. I've always admired, looked up to him with everything that he's done in his life, from literally right out of high school, uh, getting into the military. Then from there, progressing 25 years later and starting a successful business, you know, starting a business that obviously has turned very successful for him and still to get the opportunity to enjoy his life after retirement. It's awesome. Well, you know? I mean, think about it, Jose. He's got, he, you, you had two, you have two successful careers. He's 25 years and you got out and started a whole nother successful career again. So for people who are looking for something to solve a problem, I think, Vic, and Victor, we, we, how did, how do we get a hold of you? Somebody does want to give you a call. Uh, they can call me directly to myself, 314-601-2866. Uh, that's my cell phone number directly. Um, my office number is 636-444-9515. And, you know, um, I'm also on Facebook. Social media, man. Social You're all media. over. Social he's media. He's just holding up the hardware in he's, his yeah, most he's, recent he's, social media he's, post. He's, he's got some cool <laughs> trophies, uh, accolades that he's received over the years, including just last week. He received an awesome award of his production levels, which, again, you know, for being in the business for a short time that he's been in and being as successful as he is, kudos to you, brother. You, you've definitely uh, obtained that and built that, you know, good your way, and that's awesome. So, guys, again – Go ahead, Vic. You got something? Go for it. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I know Jose has asked me this before, and I just wanted to kind of touch on this one more uh, time is, you know, um, 
we talked about being a real estate agent um, and, you know, you always ask me, you know, what do you think? Is, do you think other military folks would, be, do, would do good in this business? And, I, and the answer to this is yes, you know, because they have that military mentality uh, that they, 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 they know and they understand how to adapt and overcome. You know, um, every time you hit a brick wall, I always tell myself, hey, Victor, you got to figure out a way to go around it or over it. Mm -hmm. One of the two. You don't stop. Right. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I think a lot of military folks, you know, or spouses uh, can do good in this business. Um, but the one thing I will say is, you know, and, and nothing against anybody that's doing it part time. But, you know, you and I talked about this, Jose, a lot is, you know, it's in this business, either you're all in or you're not, you know, because it's hard to build the business if you're only doing it once in a blue moon. Yeah. One is you don't get the the practice you know the, uh, the training the, the training the knowledge the experience of you know doing it you know um, over and over and over and over again uh, it's just repetitive you know I remember when I first started you know the first packet I had to write up or the first offer I had to write up I think it took me like three and a half hours <laughs> and I was like it's, it's, <laughs> and I wasn't with them and I, my phone every five minutes oh, not even Jose, that I Jose, Jose hey man what, what what am I what's this and what's that I said all right let's read through it again and then we go through it and but again it's to his point yeah if you don't have the time to put into this business it's like any business sure. guys any business and Brent you can attest any yeah. business it needs time you need to dedicate the time because with that time dedication comes the experience yep. with that experience comes knowledge yep. right and it allows you to you know really move towards that that end point which is owning your own business and you're right man you can't do this business well, part-time most people listen i got in this business part-time yep. but what happened to me which is you know again i literally went from a business of being there for almost 13 years to then getting into the real estate industry and four months later not even that i'm doing this full-time yeah why because i got busy i couldn't handle both yeah and if you're you really want this like you said vic you got to do a full-time yeah you, you said committed you, you got to be committed to it absolutely yeah. yep yeah. A great, 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 um, you know, obviously great, great uh, point to, to bring and up. And he's still recruiting, did you hear him? Yeah. He can't get it out of his blood. He's recruiting all the veterans. I love it. All the veterans. <laughs> Any veterans wants to come on Come board, on. You know? Vic's always looking to obviously add team members in his business. That would be an awesome, that would be an awesome team, right? I like that. The uh, military back uh -huh. team. That would be so cool. Well, you know, there's actually a, a military, nothing but veterans uh, lending uh, group. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it, that's it, it, just recently I've been yeah. seeing that pop up. Yeah. But imagine having your own real estate team that's military backed like oh, that. that that's be. what you need to go for 2022, <laughs> brother. There it is. There it is. All right, guys, listen, it is the end of the Getting It Right show today. We are so happy and thankful that our good brother, Victor, has uh, had the opportunity to join us. Again, you can reach him at Vic314. 601-2866. Thank you, Victor. All right, thanks for being on the show, Vic. We look forward to hearing and seeing you guys next time on the Thank Getting It Right show. Oh,